catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Monday morning, November 7th. I'm Jacob Sedesi, and this is The Point from WUFT News. A large non-tropical area of low pressure will likely develop in the southwestern Atlantic and track toward Florida. It is expected to be very broad and disorganized at first, but if certain conditions are present, organization into a subtropical or tropical system is possible later in the week. I spoke with Florida Public Radio Emergency Network's chief meteorologist, Jeff George, about what the storm could do and why it's coming in at this time of year. First of all, there's likely going to be a lot of bad weather across the Florida Peninsula this week. Now, whether we get a tropical storm or a hurricane or a subtropical depression or just a strong area of low pressure, it looks like most of us are going to get a lot of wind and a lot of rain. And the tricky thing is that it's going to be a very complex system because it may not become fully tropical ever. And not just because it's early November. It's also because the storm is originating from the upper levels of the atmosphere. So it'll originate from the top down instead of building from the sea surface and going up. It's more likely this will become more of a subtropical system. And that's a storm that has tropical and non-tropical characteristics. So it'll be a hybrid feature, so to speak. And in a true tropical storm, the strongest winds are near the center of circulation. If it's non-tropical, the strongest winds will be offset from the center or maybe farther away. And that matters because the structure of the storm will determine the greatest winds and storm surge impacts and highest impacts from the storm itself. One thing we are confident of is that regardless of whatever shape it takes, it's going to be a very large storm with a very big wind field. And the strength of that wind field uh, will depend on how the system evolves. And we're still kind of a little bit farther away from that than where we want to be. I know it's not very often that we see a system like this forming at this time of year. So why is this happening? And how often does this happen? Well, hurricane season goes all the way till the end of November. And then That's why we always have to be prepared from June 1st until November 30th. Now, the frequency of any kind of storm system like tropical storms, hurricanes, that frequency does decrease significantly as we go throughout the month of November. So is something like this unheard of? Well, no. But is it more rare than usual? Yeah. Yeah. So I would say it's rare for something to come in this late in the season. Um, But obviously, it's not impossible. And the structure of the storm, and this is what we were talking about before, it may not become fully tropical because the system is not really forming like a normal hurricane or tropical storm would. And the storm will actually form in the upper levels of the atmosphere, and it will build down towards the ocean surface. Whereas a typical hurricane or tropical storm will actually form on the surface of the water and build upwards. So there's a lot of things about the system that make it really funky and really complex. And that's what's going to make the uh, forecast itself very tricky all throughout the week. And that's why everyone, especially throughout the peninsula, has to pay real close attention to the forecast this week because the impacts could be very significant. Yeah, so this week is really poor timing for those kind of impacts. As you know, Tuesday is Election Day here in Florida, and next Monday is the next launch window for the Artemis One rocket. Do you think this could cause trouble getting anyone out to the polls, or do you think this could possibly delay the Artemis One launch? 
Uh, so for Monday, I really don't see any problems for the launch or really anything. Monday is going to be a quiet day, a little breezy. Now on Tuesday, uh, the showers and the winds will increase across the peninsula, but uh, not too bad. Not that I think will affect anyone from going towards the poles. But along the East Coast and the Atlantic Coast, it will get a lot more rainy and gusty. So that could affect things. But overall, as far as Tuesday is concerned, the worst of the weather will not start to come in until Wednesday. Is there anything else you think people should know? Yes. Yeah. So uh, it, it's really important, once again, to keep on checking the forecast and stay plugged in every day. Planning and preparation are highly encouraged starting right now along the east coast of Florida. Now, for the Florida east coast and south Florida, make sure you have your hurricane kit and gas tanks topped off. Putting up shutters or considering hurricane evacuations is possible later in the week at this point. So, as always, if you're well prepared, you can quickly but calmly respond and follow through with your plan. Peace of mind. So, please keep that planning and preparation going. That was Florida Public Radio Emergency Network's Chief Meteorologist Jeff George on the storms Florida can expect to see this week. To see the latest forecasts for your area and more, you can download the Florida Storms app. Now let's catch you up on today's top stories from around the state. Doctors will no longer be allowed to provide treatments such as puberty-blocking medications, hormone therapy, and surgery to transgender people younger than 18. That's under rules approved Friday by the Florida Board of Medicine and the Florida Board of Osteopathic Medicine. The News Service of Florida reports that the board's actions Friday came after the Florida Department of Health in July filed a petition seeking a rulemaking process on the contentious issue of treatment for gender dysphoria. The independent Florida Alligator obtained demographic data of the more than 700 UF presidential candidates and found that nearly two-thirds or more of the candidates were white or men. This sheds light on the diversity of the candidates considered in the selection process just days after the UF Board of Trustees unanimously approved Republican Senator Ben Sass from Nebraska as the 13th president of the university. The lack of information on the final group can be attributed to Florida Senate Bill 520 which keeps personal identifying information about the candidates secret. Tourists heading out of the country on a post-election vacation may not want to bring home fruit in their luggage. Florida Politics reports that Morgan Pinkerton of the University of Florida's Institute of Food and Agricultural Sciences warns the public that not only is it illegal, but you could potentially bring home invasive fruit flies. This prevention method hopes to protect the state's agricultural industry and its more than $7 billion annual revenue. Subscribe to The Point Newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Visit wuft.org for more information. I'm Jacob Sedesi, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great Monday.